We're hitting some high notes. And going out of this world. Something you are not going to believe. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, March 1st. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Nomadland, Borat 2, The Crown, The Queen's Gambit, and Schitt's Creek won big at Sunday's Golden Globe Awards. On the film side, Nomadland won Best Motion Picture Drama and Director for Chloe Zhao, while the Borat sequel won Best Motion Picture Comedy or Musical, as well as its star Sasha Baron Cohen for Lead Actor. Andrew Day and the late Chadwick Boseman won Lead Actress and Actor Drama, and Rosamund Pike won Lead Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy or Musical. In the TV categories, Season 4 of Netflix's The Crown won for Best Drama, as well as Lead Actor and Actress for Josh O'Connor and Emma Corrin, who played Prince Charles and Princess Diana, and Gillian Anderson for her performance as Margaret Thatcher. After sweeping the 2020 Emmys, Schitt's Creek took home two Globes for Best Comedy or Musical and for Lead Actress Catherine O'Hara, while Ted Lasso star Jason Sudeikis won Lead Actor. The Queen's Gambit took home trophies for Best Limited Series and for its star Anya Taylor-Joy. We have the full list of winners at EW.com. Maya Rudolph is headed back to SNL, this time as host. She will return to Studio 8H for the March 27th episode, and Jack Harlow will be musical guest. And acclaimed essayist-turned-comic book writer Ta-Nehisi Coates will write a new Superman movie for Warner Brothers and produced by J.J. Abrams. The studio has released no details about plot, casting, or director. For other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. All right, let's get into today's picks. Our number three pick is Falling to Earth as we speak. NBC's new sci-fi series, Debris. The show begins with wreckage from a destroyed alien spaceship scattering across the Western Hemisphere, and it soon becomes apparent that the pieces are messing with the laws of physics and changing lives in bizarre ways. Two odd couple agents, played by the magicians Ryan Steele and Westworld's Jonathan Tucker, are assigned to work together to recover the scattered debris, whose mysteries humankind is not ready to comprehend. Here's a behind-the-scenes preview. In our show Debris, there is this larger story about mysterious debris falling to Earth from space, but the show is really grounded in how all of this affects human lives. What happened to them? They are two agents tasked with solving these mysteries. We've located the debris. And more importantly, stopping it from getting into the hands of people that can abuse it. It's found on a roof on a farm in Wisconsin. Yeah, we'll take that one too. One of the great things about the show is each week there's a new piece of debris and a new mystery to solve. Those mysteries will get underway tonight when Debris lands at 10 p.m. on NBC. If you don't know, now you know what our number two pick is, the new Netflix documentary, Biggie, I Got a Story to Tell. In the wake of the Notorious B.I.G.'s Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction last year, this doc looks back at the hip-hop legend's origin story, from his beginnings in Brooklyn, to his life dealing drugs, to his rise to stardom before his death at age 24 in 1997. 
featuring rare home video and behind-the-scenes footage alongside new interviews with his closest friends and family. I Got a Story to Tell reveals a side of Christopher Wallace that the world never knew. Here's a preview. That's all it was was a dream. Something special is about to happen. My boy get three hairs, he get nervous. Yeah, I can't be, you know, looking like, you know, 21. True. I'm gonna keep that 18. You know what I mean? The 18 feel, both <laughs> My son was a very smart kid. He was already writing since elementary. I was initially trying to groom Chris to be a jazz artist because he was so talented. Every summer, Chris would come back from Jamaica. He would be a sponge to just so much more that was outside of our scope. He was like, I gotta get us off the streets. I was trying to rip the hardest rhymes. There's a lot more to discover about Biggie Smalls, and you can get started right now. Biggie, I Got a Story to Tell, is currently streaming on Netflix. It's trivia time! Biggie Smalls took his stage name from a character in the 1975 comedy film Let's Do It Again, directed by what Oscar-winning actor? Jack Nicholson, Sidney Poitier, or Louis Gossett Jr.? Stick around for the answer. In the two months since we relaunched What to Watch, lots of celebs have told us that they had just finished or were in the process of watching Bridgerton. But the tables are turned today because EW's Maureen Lee Linker recently spoke with Bridgerton's Jonathan Bailey, whose Anthony will be the focus of season two, and she asked him, what you watching? I've been watching lots of films of late. The Dig was brilliant. Um, I watched The Father as well with Liva Coleman and Anthony Hopkins, which was just like, Super brilliant. Um, I rewatched Unorthodox because I just think that's some of the best TV acting I've seen in time. I watched, um, oh, Search Party. I'm back on Search Party, which is so good. <laughs> I just think, yeah, there's, I, I, I think at a time where, I think also there's two things. One, it's, you know, like TV and film has been the thing for me to keep me going over the last year when everything cuts off, but also when you're starting to think about uh, getting back on set and working, I just love watching really brilliant performances mm. just because it just, you know, keeps you, keeps you sharp. Um, so yeah, so also anything with Merritt Weaver yeah. and Mark Ruffalo. So many good picks there. And just imagine how he'll feel if Merritt Weaver and Mark Ruffalo start in something together. I say, let's make that happen. All right, folks, our number one pick is coming up right after this quick break. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. 
This week in entertainment history, on March 1st, 1977, actress Betty Davis became the first woman to receive the American Film Institute's Life Achievement Award after the honor was established four years earlier. Jane Fonda presented the award to Davis, who had led a storied career throughout Hollywood's classical period, starring in such films as Jezebel, Now, Voyager, and All About Eve, and earning a then-record 10 Oscar nominations throughout her career. Davis was active until her death in 1989 and remains an enduring icon of Hollywood's golden age. And now, turn that chair around for our number one pick, The Voice. Believe it or not, the musical competition series is kicking off its 20th season tonight and celebrating its 10th anniversary on the air. To mark the occasion, we spoke to host Carson Daly, showrunner Audrey Morrissey, and returning coaches Nick Jonas, Blake Shelton, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend for EW's Around the Table video series. Here's Clarkson on why she thinks the show has remained so popular for a decade. It's a really cool thing that we focus on the actual talent um, of the person. And sometimes I think that gets lost, not just in this industry, but in a lot of industries. And it's, it's a, it's a cool thing. And I think the public likes that, that there, it's like, it's all the underdogs that might not get in the door. I was one of those people that might never have gotten in the door. I really love it. I looked over at John and was like, I am ready for a soulful singer. And she blocked me. And yes, because I was nervous and you're so good. You came in here and you showcased almost everything that you're possibly able to do, but you did it in a way that we're still wanting more. And on top of that, you seem fun as hell. As Legend alluded to in that clip, The Block is also back this season. This extra twist on the blind auditions allows a coach to block another coach from adding an artist to their team. That will surely add some extra drama to the blinds and heat up the competition a bit. Speaking of which, Jonas is returning as the only coach without a win, and he's ready for a fight this season. Are you out for blood? Does that motivate you even more, knowing that everyone else around you has a win? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I was furious last season. Happy for Team Blake, sure, but um, I, I probably feel a bit like Patrick Mahomes feels right now, you know, yeah. going against the, the, the GOAT and uh, trying to get the win. So I'm going to come back with a fire this season. Uh, Blake, Kelly, John, get ready. Um, it's, it's team Nick time. Well, we'll see how that works out for him. You can check out the full Around the Table discussion on EW.com and catch the season premiere of The Voice at 8 p.m. on NBC. And now, the answer to today's trivia question. Biggie Smalls took his stage name from a character in the 1975 comedy film Let's Do It Again, directed by what Oscar-winning actor? Jack Nicholson, Sidney Poitier, or Louis Gossett Jr.? The answer is Sidney Poitier. The trailblazing actor also starred in the film, which follows two friends who rig a boxing match to win money for their fraternal lodge, and features Calvin Lockhart as a bookmaker named Biggie Smalls. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller. 
produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.